All right, so we're going to start Daf Kuf Hey. We are second to last line on Kuf Dalid on the base, but let's just jump back into the Mishnah had discussed what happens if you done Chalitza. First, we said Chalitza Baraka Kabbalah Kara Chalitza. Then we said that Kriya is not going to be Ma'akev. We said what happens if Kara Baraka Kabbalah Chalitza. If you didn't do the Chalitza, then Hashtetzach, it's not going to be good. You didn't do Chalitza. That's the mitzvah. Okay, then we said what happened. The Mishnah said there was Machlekes or Belazar or Yekiva Chalitza Vikara Avalei Rakaka. So that was a Machlekes. If you did the Chalitza, so when the Pasuk says Kacha Yeyaseh, okay, that actions must be done, are we talking about only actions to the man, Chalitza, or are we talking about also actions done by the woman, not with the guf of the man, okay, spitting? So that was a Machlekes or Belazar or Yekiva. So came along Avua de Shmuel, um, and he said that he said a din, Yivama Sharakaka Tachlitz, meaning that if the Yivama just spits, that that's going to possible, it's going to take away the ability to do Yibam anymore. The Gemara talks about that as if that's, that's a foregone conclusion. Just, just says Tachlitz. Tachlitz, yeah, but that's what it means. It doesn't say don't do that. Well, that's, that's what, yeah, that's, that's what it means. It means, Tachlitz means, Tachlitz means you must do Chalitza. Yeah. And, and the Gemara makes that immediate diak. We call it the Ifsalome Achen. Okay, so that, that's the diak the Gemara is making based on what Abu Adishmol said. Um, Why don't so the, that just being this is what you ought to do, but if you don't do that, well, why, if, if anything, you would say that the Iker Mitzvah is Yibam, and if she had the ability to do Yibam, you would do Yibam. So why is Abu Adishmol telling you Tachlitz? It's telling you that you can no longer do Yibam. So the Gemara wanted to understand who is the Tana that Abu Adishmol was, um, was going with. So we tried to say it was Rabbi Akiva. We said Rabbi Akiva was going to be a problem because we brought a Kalbachimer that if, if in, in a situation where you are, it, it exists and you're part of the process and yet Rikika, you're doing the Chalitza, you're part of the Chalitza process and yet the Rikika is not coming out. So for sure, like we see by the Murim, that if, if they're not around, that it should be more Mako. Okay, so here, so it wouldn't make any sense to say that if a rikiva, a rikika is not necessary when you're, in, when you're part of the chalitza process, for sure, when you're not part of the chalitza process, the rikika should not have any effect. We tried to say that it was Rebbe Lazar. We said, no, that can't be because Rebbe Lazar holds, there's two matirim that are being matir, hurl, or shuk. It's the chalitza and the rikika. They're both maizim. And anytime you have two matirim, like we see by borrowed a shechita phrase, a shechita zrika phrase, anytime you have two matirim, like the subject of Kipsayat that it's, if you don't have both, you have none. So we said, Ella, it's going to be Rebbe. Shita's Rebbe that holds when you have two matirim. When you do one of the two matirim, that it's Kaddish Vena Kaddish, okay, that it's somewhere in between. Okay, so now the Gemara is just going to go back and challenge what Abu Adishmuel said, meaning, oh, sorry, what we said in Abu Adishmuel, that it can't be Rebbe Akiva. Right? We said, can't be Rebbe Akiva, can't be Rebbe Lazar, must be Rebbe. So now the Gemara is going to pick up second line from the bottom. You want to tell me that in Rebbe Akiva, based on the logic we had that we borrowed from a Murim, that Rekika is not going to passel the ability, take away the ability to Yibam. Like Pasla, the Yibam, the Hatanya. I, we have a Brysa. The Brysa says, Cholza Veloy Rakika. If you did chalitza and you did not spit, v'loi kara, chalitza sakshera. Okay, so that is going to be a good chalitza. Again, you did chalitza, just chalitza. 
Now, just off the bat, if we have to try to figure out, we have a brisa here. We're gonna have to try to figure out who is this brisa. That would sound like Rabbi Akiva. It's only the only things that are going to be miyakev are meisim done beguf of the ish. Okay, kriya is not going to be maakev, and nor would rikika be maakev. Okay, so chalitza v'loy raka kavaloy kara chalitza sakshera raka kavaloy chalitza v'loy kara chalitza sapsula. Okay, that's going to create some problems. If the first parts are Akiva, that's going to create problems because it says raka v'loy chalitza v'loy kara chalitza sapsula. So rikika alone will create a chalitza psula. Okay, karavaloi rakakavaloi chalitza, inkan base mechash. That's the third example. So if you just do chalitza, good chalitza, right? If you, if you just did rikika, it's a chalitza pesula. Okay, it's not an effective chalitza, but it's apostles. And then the third is karavaloi rakakavaloi chalitza. If you only do the kriya, no actions at all, so then inkan base mechash, it's zero. It's nothing. Nothing happened. So now money. Elam Rabbi Lazar, if you want to tell me it's Rabbi Lazar, well, that can't be. We know that Bryce can't be Rabbi Lazar because what are you talking about? Rabbi Lazar holds. So the, the Bresha won't work according to Rabbi Lazar. So must be And yet, what does the middle case say in the Bresha? Okay, now you want to tell me, okay, what does Pasol mean? Pasol means either it's nothing, or it apostles the ability to do yibam. Laman, ile mala alma, if you want to tell me, if you want to tell me that it's going to apostle, that it shouldn't, that again, Rikika will apostle her la alma, meaning it's not a good chalitza, and she can't move on with her life, she's still tethered to the yavam. Well, pshita, of course. Mihave chalitza, dishtar la alma. All you did here was a Rikika. There's no havamina that a Rikika, maybe a Rikika apostle, maybe it's nothing. But there's no havamina to say that a rikika should allow her to move on with her life. She didn't do chalitza. That's the mitzvah. Mitzvah is chalitza. So, elolav la'achen. It must be la'achen shma'amina. Okay? And so what do we see? Based on this reading of the b'risa, the b'risa must be Rabbi Akiva because of the first case of the b'risa. And the middle case is clearly saying that it apostles her to do hibo. Okay? So therefore, we're now challenging what we said and it turns out that according to Rabbi Akiva, it turns out that according to Rabbi Akiva, that a chalitza, a rikika alone should passle her on the brothers if she just spits. So what's the difference between rikika and kriya? Because everybody holds that kriya is not going to passle her. Kriya de isa le So if, again, we, if we go through the process of chalitza, what happens? First we say, she comes to Benson, me'en yivami, that he doesn't want to do is a kriya, right? We, Benson has to, uh, they preempt it, they... And, and they, they prompted, I should say, they prompt the, uh, the Yavama saying, Me'en Yavami, she, he, she, that my, my, she comes and says, my Yavam does not want to, uh, he doesn't want to uh, build his, we make him Zerah Achim. And he confirms, yeah, I want to do Chalitza. And then she does the Chalitza, okay? And then she spits. And then there's a Kriya at the end. Okay, so that's the process. Kriya, Kriya, or Kriya, Chalitza, Rikika, Kriya. So now, so we say like this. So what's the difference? According to Rabbi Akiva, why, is, why does Rikika apostle and Kriya not? So he says, Kriya di isa bein betchila bein b'seif Okay, we're not going to automatically assume that if there's a Kriya, if I come and I hear a Kriya, that if I come and I hear a Kriya, that the Chalitza was already done. 
because there's a Kriya at the beginning. So maybe the Chalitza wasn't done yet. However, okay, the concern is that if we, if we say a Rikika is nothing, so if we come and we see a Rikika, and standard, what's the standard order is Rikika would be done after the Chalitza. So we assume that a Chalitza was done. So if we go ahead and say that in a case where there was just a Rikika and there was nothing, we might go ahead and uh, take from that that, that a Chalitza a chalutza would still be allowed to marry. So therefore, once there's a rakika, since we assume there was a chalitza done, that's the way it looks, so we're going to always possible based on that. That's a rakika. But it's not that me'ikara din, a rakika is not effective, and a kriya is not effective. Those are true. Just a gzera at this point, because normally rakika follows chalitza, that we want to make sure, and that's what people are going to think happened, that there was a chalitza, so we don't want to allow them to move on with Yibam once it's a rikika done. Okay, so that's in the first Lashon of Vua Dishmol. Vua Dishmol said that if there's a rikika in what we're now saying is either it could be Shitas Rebbe or could be Shitas Rebbe Akiva based on the Brisa, which would, which would tie it back within Shitas Rebbe Akiva of our Mishnah, that if there is a rikika alone, that would possible her from doing Yibam. She can no longer do Yibam. This is what they sent to Avodah Okay, that Yivama, that spits, she does Chalitza. She doesn't have to do Rikika again. Okay, meaning that even though she did Rikika before the Chalitza, like we said, the process is Kriya, Chalitza, Rikika, Kriya, and she went ahead and did Rikika before the Chalitza, so she doesn't have to do it another time. Okay, he the the de Rev Ami. Like we have a story that, that came from in front of Rami. Have a Yosef Rev Abba Bar Mamo Kamei. Rev Abba Bar Mamo was there. Rakha Kamei Kamei did Tachlit. So they where she went ahead and she spit before she removed the shoe before she did the Chalitza. Amalei Rev Ami Chalutz La Vishari La Tigra. Okay, do Chalitza to her and. Send her free. Shari la tigra. Okay, get kolaymar patr v'shal chami bezdin. Free her. Set her free. Amar le Rav Abba v'haba inon meiruk. So I, Rav Abba, said, what do you mean? You need to do chalitza, then rakika. She said, harakakala. Sorry, we, she, already, she already spat. You're fine. We already did that. We already did the rakika. So, so he said, v'seirik umabakach. Why don't you go ahead and do the rakika again? So Gemara says, nafik mine churba. That the problem is, the i'amrit, right? We're going to create problems. The i'amrit, tihada v'teirik, amrit rakika kamaisa lesbe mishasha. We're going to say that the original rakika is really nothing. So a Freestanding Rikika is ineffective. You know how I know that? Because we required Rikika after the Chalitza again. Okay, and then we're going to run into the same issue. So that's basically what we see from the story. I don't understand something. The Rikika by itself is only a shash because you might think that it's the Rikika afterwards. So if you need mm-hmm. to do a Rikika afterwards, then what are we worried about? So the it, it, then it looks like the first Rikika was nothing. But it really is nothing. Well, I understand, but then we're going to, once, and, and we have a problem with Rikikas being nothing. That's the bottom line. If Rikikas are being nothing in a situation, it's good. They're going to assume that Rikika after Chalitza is also nothing. So I have a pro- we have a problem with Rikikas do, be, being nothing. That's the previous, okay, that's the Xavier. It's all part of the same general idea. We have a problem with Rikikas saying that Rikikas are nothing because they normally follow Chalitza, which is something, meaning, and therefore you wouldn't be able to do. Um, which is everything. Okay, and therefore, again, the problem is, once there's a chalitza done, so then you can't do yibam anymore. 
Okay, so, and basically that's what Ravu Adishmol, in the second Lashon, that's what they sent to Ravu Adishmol, the same thing that we saw over here, that even if there was a Rikika done out of order, don't go ahead and do the Rikika again. Babayin and Kisidran, I, what do you mean? There's a Seder. Okay, the Pasukim lay out the process. So the Gemara says, Kisidran lay ma'akva. Yeah, there is a Seder, but it's not ma'akiv. Who savar He thought he was just pottering, you know, answering my bad. Don't worry about that. No, he actually went to find that there is a brisa that specifically says this. The Tanya ben shehiktem chalitza lebekika ben shehiktem lebekika lechalika lechalitza masha also also. Okay, we have a brisa to back this idea up that going out of order is not going to be a problem. Levi nafak kriyasa. Levi went to the villages. Bo mine they asked the following three shilos from Levi. Gidemes mahu. So, mahu shetachlitz. A gidemes, can a, a gidemes, a lady who has no hands, can, right, we said, what does she have to do? She has to loosen the straps and remove the shoe. Well, she doesn't have any hands. So the question is, can she do chalitza? How would she do it? Rashi says that she would do it with her teeth. Okay, bishineha. She would, she would, she would figure it out with her teeth. Yivama shirakaka dam mahu. What happens if a yivama goes ahead and spits blood? Okay, meaning, is that considered a good chalitza? And then the third Shiloh, which is Aval Agad Lachas Harasham, that's Harasham, Biksav Emes. Okay, so this is, that it's, a, it's a Pasuk in Daniel, that the Malach is giving over to Daniel, telling him what was Nigzer and Shemayim, and he says, I'm going to tell you what was written, that's Emes. So, which is a problem. You want to tell me there are things written in Shemayim that aren't true? That aren't Emes? Why was he telling you? I'm going to tell you the Emes. I'm going to, tell, I'm going to give you the real scoop. Okay, so loy have a biyade. Okay, he didn't know how to answer these three. Shilas also shalmi. Midrasha they came. They asked the base medrash. Amrule mik siv vechalta. So let's answer the first three questions again. First question: Can a gidemes do chalitza? Mik siv vechalta biyad. It never says mik. It never says chalta biyad. Okay, <clears throat> so we don't need ants. Any which way she can finagle it off with her teeth, that would be fine. Next, we said she has to. We she has to spit. We never said that it has to be. Actual, it never has. It never has to be actual, like spittle. It was whatever she spits. She does a spitting action, and whatever comes out. Now Rashi here says that we're going to tie this into what we say at the end that it's ef roik. Other Rishonim learn this differently, but the way Rashi learns here is that at, at the end of the day, we're going to tie this, and the Gemara is going to say this at the end that when you when you spit a proper spit, okay, so there's always going to be some spittle in there as well with the dam. Now, Abel Agad what's the third Shiloh? Biksav Emes, Vichyesh Ksav Shena Emes, like Kasha, depends. Kan, Bigzar, Dinchyeshim, Shvua. When there's a Shvua, meaning it will ultimately be true, because there's no way to, there's no way to undo it. So, if you want to know what it means, it's true, meaning it's going to be carried through to the end no matter what. Kan, Bigzar, Dinchyeshim, Shvua, means it was written as a real Gzar Din, it's true, but it's subject to being overturned. Where do we see this idea? Okay, how do we see, where do we see an example of a Gzar Din that was never torn up, meaning that was, that, that was um, in, it was, was not subject to being overturned. Says the Navi, that the uh, the the avera base Eli that they ate from the 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 carbonos, they were they they delayed the carbonos of other of of of, of the yoledes okay so they the bnei Eli had those averas and they went ahead and the the navi 
promise that they're going to get the following punishment. It will never be forgiven with Zebach Umincha. Amar Rabba. Rabba says, one second, we'll make a diak over here. Ah, that, it can't be, yes. Okay, by learning Torah. It can be miskaper with Gemil's chasadim. Rabba v'abayim in the base Eli ka'asu. They both came from base Eli. Tesis goes through a whole, there's a whole discussion. This Gemara shows up many times in Shas. And there's a question on the Girsa if it's Rabba and Rava. Okay, we have Rabba. So Rabba, they came, one was Abayah's contemporary, one was Abayah's Rabba, was Abayah's Rebbe. Okay, so in miskaper, I'll miskaper who bedivrei Torah. Abayah, Amar b'zevach, who b'mincha, in miskaper, I'll miskaper, Gemil's chasadim. Rabba v'abayim in the base Eli ka'asu, we said. Rabba da'asak b'tayra chaya so he lived 40 years. Okay, he stayed, he lived, okay, so, um, so Abaya lived 60 years. Now the Marsha says here, what's, what's going on? So he says, Marsha says that um, Gimel, there's three Amude Oilam, Tera Avoida and Gimel's Chasadim. Okay, and since they did an Avera with the Avoida, Right, they were they, they delayed the carbonus of the Yoledes. So they didn't have error with the Avoida. So they no longer had the Amud of Avoida. Look, right? What did it say? That's Avoida. However, they still had the other two Amudim. And, and the Marsha says, since Bedine Shamayim, that we look at 20 year periods, is, what, um, is where we punish. For certain things, right? Ben Esrim, so Shbidin Shemaim who Ben Esrim, that's where uh, at 20 your Chataim get punished. So Rabbah, because of the Amud, so what do we have left? Rabbah said it's the Amud Atayra that I can still play. So he got on top of the, we'll call it 20, so it's really, we'll see in the story, it's 18, but on top of the 20, meaning that the base Ailey weren't going to live past another 20 for learning Torah, Abaya added the other Amud Torah. Avoid and Gemil's Chasadim, Avoid was out, so Turing Gemil's Chasadim, and each one added 20 years, and that's how he ended up. That's why Abaya lived 60 years. They, they died at around 18. He said, Okay, maybe Mishpachas Eliyatem, maybe you're from Beis Eliyatem. So he told you, you know what you should do? They went and they learned and they would live longer. Since this eitz came through so they called him Beis Yoichanan. So how do we know that Exardin of the Tzibar is not Nechtam? It's not sealed. Really, it says, right? You can't cleanse it with soap or use any sort of cleansing agent to get rid of it. They are nechtam. Okay, it is sealed. Even if it is sealed, that a gzardin of the seabor can be torn up. It says, it says, who is like Hashem? He's available whenever we need him. What are you talking about? Okay, he has to seek him out. So that's how we say, what is Dirshu Hashem You have to seek him out. But Tzibar, HaKadosh Baruch is always available to overturn the Gzairdin of Tzibar. Yachid Amas. Okay, so when would that be? When, 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 when we say Dirshu Hashem right, where we could have the ability to affect a Gzairdin of a Yachid, that is, Amram Nachman, Amram 
That's during the Aseris Mei Tshuva. Okay, let's go back to Yivama. Yivama Shirakika Dam Tachloitz. Okay, that they sent. So this, this is what they sent to Avud Shmuel again. Yivama Shirakika Dam Tachloitz. She can do Chalitza, meaning she can move forward. That is considered a, or she must, sorry, not can, she must do Chalitza, meaning it's considered a good Rakika, like we said. Okay, but the point is Rakika Dam. Why? Even though it's blood, because okay, it's impossible to have blood without, without some spittle, some spit in there. So it is considered an effective right. You might think the dam that comes out of, of either from a person's mouth or from his aver would be tame. Okay, the problem is, it's what becomes tame of a zav? Reik, okay, spit, or shechvazera, right? So if only dam comes out, it's going to be okay. So now we see the other way. What do you mean? We're now have, we have an exclusion. We have saying that if dam comes out, it's not going to be tame. Why? Because there is no spit or shechvazera with it. What do you mean? We should say the same thing. Yefshar, right? We see yefshar, ledam beloit sechtsuach reik. So the Gemara says, like kasha, kam b'mitzes, kam b'shoises. Yeah, over there, we're talking about if his, if his mouth, if, if liquid comes out of his mouth on its own, but he doesn't spit it out, so he doesn't like do the spitting action, right? He doesn't like, right, do that, that action. That action creates roik, creates spit no matter what, okay? But if it just shoises, if it just pours out, then it is possible to have dam without tzichtuach uh, roik. Okay, but when you go ahead and you, you create a, a, a spit, when you're going ahead and you're, 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 you're trying to bring up phlegm to spit, so then for sure you're going to have tzich tzuech Okay, let's move on. So the Mishnah said, cheresh shenachloitz. Okay, so we said, cheresh shenachloitz. And we really went into the sugi over here, of Kitano. That's what we're focusing on. We said, If you have a girl who did, right, the, the female did the Okay, so she has to do Chalitza when she's older. And if she doesn't, it is a Chalitza Psula. So we see that the Chalitza of a, a Kitano is something. It did something. So the Gemara says, ah, who is that? Now we're going to go back into the previous parak. Okay, where did we see that? Remember Rabbi Yehuda, Marav Zudiver Remeyer. That's Remeyer. Remember Remeyer and Aisha Rabba, uh, previous, two parakim ago, at the end of Aisha Rabba, we discussed that what is the action of a katana. We discussed that the bi'ila of a katan, of a bentes, had the status of a mion. Over there, we brought down Shittas Rameyer. Rameyer said, Zudiver Rameyer, some of you Rameyer is the one who holds that a maisa katana, that a chalitza of a katana, is like a get of a gedoyla. So only according to him, Rameyer would a chalitza be anything at the beginning. Okay, and we discussed, we discussed over there that there was some ambiguity about what the Chachamim would hold betchila, but it was clear, okay, betchila at the beginning over there, that chalitza, that was clear that they argued on Rameir on. Um, Rameir holds that a chalitza of a katana is like a get begdela. The Chachamim held it's nothing. Ein chalitza is klum, so our Mishnah must be Rameir. Katana shecholza, okay, so we said, katana shecholza, tachlitz mishetagdil, v'im loy cholza chalitza sapsula. 
Okay, so now Amar Rabbi Huna Marav Zudivra Meir the Amar Ish Kasev Parsha because it says Ish Umakshinon Isha Le Ish. Okay, so in order to have a good chalitza, both the man and the woman have to be have to be a um, have to be a have to be gedolim. Avachachamim Aimim Ish Kasev Parsha. Isha ben ben katana. No, that oh, the man must be. Okay, um, the man must be a gadol, but the katana does not need to be. Uh, the, uh, you could have chalitza. You can have an effective a kosher chalitza with a katana. So a mayor holds that man and the woman both have to be gedolim in order for it to be effective. What does effective mean? That it frees her, that she can go out, she can move on with her life and go get married. However, the um, Rameir is going to argue. He says it's only it's only a man. Man Chachamim, Rabbi Yaisi, who is the Chachamim? That's going to be Rabbi Yaisi's sheet. Rav Chiyav, Rav Shimon, Bar Rabbi. Where do we see, how do we see that Rabbi Yaisi is the sheet that holds that a Kitana can do Chalitza? So Man Chachamim, Rabbi Yaisi, Rav Chiyav, Rav Shimon, we have the following story. Be Rabbi, Havayasvi, Havayasvi. They were sitting, okay, discussing. This is Rabbi Chiyav, Rav Shimon. Pasachan min ayu ba'amar. Hamisbalo, they had a machlikis. Where should the Iker Kavana be when someone's davening? Hamisbalo, Tzarech Shayitin, Ein of Lamata. That you should you should look down. Meaning, what do we mean looking down? That means looking towards Eretz Yisrael. That's where person's focus should be. No, it should be up to where the Shechina resides. So Shinemar, El Kapayim, El Kel Okay, so that's what that's the, what the pasuk is saying that the Shechina that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is Kaviyachol in Shemayim, and therefore we should when we're davening we should look at Shemayim. So then should do I look? Toward, do I put my Enai, right? Do I look towards Eretz Yisrael or up to Shemaim? Adahachi also Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yosi legabayu. So enters Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yosi into this discussion. Amalehu b'may askisu. What are you, what are you dealing with? What are you guys handling? So Amalei b'tvila. So Amalehu he said to them, Kachamar Abba. Okay, he says, you know what I know? My father Rabbi Yosi said, I'm a spal tzarech shitin enav lamata. But leave my lamala. Okay, you should do both. Kidei sheiskai mushnei mikras halolo. Adahachi, okay, so they were having, this was apparently the pre-Shir Hak. Okay, they were discussing, they were handling this. Adahachi also Rebbe. So now Rebbe came to, to give Shir, the Mesifta, in Hudahavu Klili. So everybody shuffled to their places to go hear Shir. So they, Rebchia, and Abishimba Rebbe, they were Klili, meaning Lush and skinny. They were light, okay, they were skinny. So they were able to deftly guide themselves to their seats Okay, He was a balbasar. So he was like uh, bouncing around, like stepping. It was, it was a lushan of mafsia, it was a lushan we use of like stepping on people's heads. It looked like he was, he was, uh, he was not uh, elegantly gliding to his seat. So Amr Avdan. So Avdan, who was like the uh, teacher's assistant, right? He was a Talmud of Rebbe, but he was like Rebbe's enforcer. He said, Who's being mafsia? Who's stepping on the heads? Meaning, when a person doesn't go in between and he's kind of like bumping into people, it looks like he's stepping on their heads. So I'm like, I need Says, Ah, you want? I'm Rishol Berabiyasi. Shabasi little my time and my Rebbe. I'm So Avdan, he said, Vechiata Hagon no my time and my Rebbe. Who do you think you are? You think you're Hagon? You're stepping on people's heads. What are you doing? So I'm like, And and so Rishol Berabiyasi said back to Avdan. He said, and was Moshe. Uh, was it appropriate for Moshe to learn Torah from Mipi Agvura? So Amar Levi Chi Moshe Ata. 
Oh, he says, now you think you're Moshe? Amar le v'chi rabach elekim. So Yishon Rebbe says to Avdan, and your Rebbe, he's elekim. Again, we're using metaphors here. Which stop everything me crazy. Okay, so Amar Rav Yosef, shakle Rebbe limitarfase. Okay, that Rebbe, Rebbe kind of took his vengeance. Okay, legoimloi. Okay, he was not so happy to Amar le rabach. When they were both hearing shear from Rebbe. Yet, what did Rebbe Shmuel Barabbasi say to Avdan? He called him Rabach, your Rebbe. Okay, Veloi Rebbe. Adahachi, Adahachi, Asya Yavama Lakame. Okay, anyway, so what happens? Yavama shows up, Lakame to Rebbe. Amar le Rebbe la Avdan, Pike Bodka. Go see if she is a Gedela. Right, he held like, sounds like he was holding like Remeir, that she has to be a Gedela in order for it to be an effective. Chalitza, otherwise we're not doing Chalitza. Lebasar denafek Amalei Rabbi Shmuel. So Avdan jumps out. Rabbi Shmuel. So he goes out to go to go uh, conduct the bedika. Okay. So Amalei Rabbi Shmuel. Kachamar Abba ish kasher parshavol avol isha ben gadol ben katana. So only the man has to be a gadol, but the woman could be a katana. Okay, and that was the point over here. We were saying that Rameir held ish veisha that they both had to be gadolim. We said the chachamim. Which chachamim? Rabbi Yosi held that the woman could be a katana and it would still be a good chalitza. So we see that in the story. So Amar Lei, Ta. So Rebbe said to Avdan, he called back in Avdan, he said, Ta, Leitzrichas. Come back. We don't need, we don't, you don't need a check. Kavar hoira zaki. Okay, because I now have, as quoted by Rebbe Shmuel, Rebbe Yesi, he brought from his father, the zakein, Rebbe Yesi, already passed, and you don't need this, so we don't have to check if she's a gadela. So what happened? Kamafsa Avdan va'asi. So now Avdan was coming back into a crowded cheer room. Now he was stepping on people's heads. I was able to do it. I'm needed in Shir. I'm necessary. You're just a checker. I come with real halachas from my father. You are unnecessary. How could you go ahead of me, Masiya? How could you step on people's heads? So, He's right. Stop. You can't, you can't come back to your place. You can't come back to your place. You've got to just stop there. Tana. And right, there's a brisa that says Baisa Shon Itstara Avdon that he got Saras Vitavush Nebonov and his two his two sons um, his two sons drowned. Umianushte Kaloisa. We'll see more on this later in the coming Dafim, that his two daughters did Mion. Okay, so a lot of horrible things befell Avdon and uh, based on this mice. Because he was quibbling with the guy about how Because he was yeah, because he started off with Yeshua Rabesi, apparently. Amar of Nachman bar of Yitzchak, or because he was Mafsia, and probably because he was Mafsia al Rashi Am Kaddish, which he didn't have a heter to do. But they didn't actually step on their heads. Yeah, whatever it was, it was whatever you, however you understand what Mafsia al Am Kaddish means, it was a way of show, not showing, dis, it, was, it was a way of being, being disrespectful towards, um, towards the base measures. And that, so because of that, Amar of Nachman bar Yitzchak, Baruch Rachmana de Kasve la Avdon. Baruch Hashem that Avdon. Okay, was embarrassed by Alma. Amar Ravami midvar shal beribi. Okay, but well, okay. So Amar Ravami midvar shal beribi nomad katana chaletzes bipu otus. Okay, so beribi means Rav Yesi. Okay, so Ravami said midvar shal beribi from Rav Yesi. We see that a katana can do chalitza when she is a puutais. Now, what's puutais? Rashi says that it's six or seven. Meaning, once she already has some level of das, so even in Rav Yesi, you have to have something. Okay, Katana Kabar Shis Kabar Sheva, Rashi says. Rava Amar, no, that's Ad Shetagia La Oinas Nidarim. She has to be Oinas Nidarim, which is a year before she's a 11. So again, Rameir holds 
the man and the woman have to be gedolim. Rabbi Yaisi holds the woman does not have, she could be a katana. Now we're subject over here to the Amoraim. What does it mean katana? We have a machayus. Does it mean pu'utais, shis kvar shaba? Or does it mean um, eleven. The halacha is that she has to bring shteisaris, meaning she has to be a full gedolah. The halacha is like Rameyer in this regard, not like Rabbi Yaisi. So we had in the Mishnah, I'm going to modify it a little bit, but we said, so let's say you had two or three. Even if you had three, so then it's going to be possible. They said two was going to be fine. Okay, umaisa. Then we had a story. Umaisa beechad shchalts beinah beinah beis asurim. They did it biyachid. Umaisa l'fenir rikiva vehechsher. Okay, so we're going to modify how we understood uh, Rabbi Akiva, the mice with Rabbi Akiva in the jail. But let's see the Gemara. The halacha is not like okay, is not like it's not going to be like Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Rabbi Okay, meaning that two is not good enough. You have to have chalitza has to be three. So for Gemara says one second. We already said that you need three. You need three. So why are you, what, what good are you saying, Ella, you need three. I already knew. You already said you need three. So the Gemara says, no, you need three. I need both of these memras. If I just had the first one, I need three. That two would be good enough. Kamash Malan, we see from our mission over here, from the, from the fact that he paskin in our mission, not like the Zug, meaning two is not good. So we see when he said three, it meant, I seriously mean three, because two is no good. Okay? I would have said, ah, what does it mean, that two is going to be possible? But maybe, Havamina di Eved. That only Bidiyeved, Bidiyeved is three good, but like we had Rabbi Yehuda at the very beginning of the parak, Tzricha. So I need two to tell me, one means that even Bidiyeved, I need three, and even L'Charchila, I don't need more than three. Okay, and that's the way we're learning the two, meaning three. Okay, Maisa Shecholtu. Now, right, I mean, it stands to, we did discuss the idea of having five. We had the MRM had five, Mishum Pursumi Misa. Okay, um... Maisa Shacholtu, actually the Rambam brings down 10 for Prasuminisa. We see that in other areas that it's 10. Prasuminisa equals 10. But Maisa Shacholtu, so we have the story in the jail that it was done, Beinoi Levena. Okay, Maisa Shacholtu, Beinoi Levena, Miyadana, Frekti Gemara. What do you mean? Miyadana. Who was Edus to this? Chalitza definitely needs two for Edim. Right? There's no, when we said it yesterday, it sounded like in the Mishnah that it was Biyachet, that they were just doing it on their own. No, they definitely need Edim. So Miyadana, who's going to know? Who's coming to testify? We need Edus for a Chalitza. We need at least two, right? Now we said that halacha is not like Oysa Zog, that we actually, Pascha, we need three, but definitely we should need at least two. So Miyadana, Amr Yehuda, Amr Shmuel, the Edim, Rayyan, Oysa Mechotz. No, there were Edim, Edim Saad, Ibai Lahu. Okay, there were Edim, and what we're saying is two, and now the Maisa, it's not a third Shita, but rather all we're saying is there is two Shitas, three, or well, we had five, okay, there was a Yehuda at the beginning, but three, Okay, and then we have Rev Shimon, Rev Yechon, and Asan, or Machshimon, Umaisa, Be'echad, it's Umaisa. That U is a, right, that Vav is coming to back that up. And we had a story with Rabbi Akiva where there were only two Edim and Rabbi Akiva, Hechshu. Now, we just want to know tec- the technical specifics of that Maisa. Yibaylo, Umaisa, Shechotsu, Beinah, Leveinah, Averoi, Uva, 
Right? Did did the, the Misa happen outside of jail? Uba Misa Lofnei Rekiva Bebeis Hasurim when Rekiva was in jail. Or did the Misa also happen in jail? I'm Rabbi Yehuda. I'm Rab. Bebeis Hasurim. I am Misa. Ulu Bebeis Hasurim. Ba Misa. Okay. It all happened within the jail. Okay. And they came to ask him the Shaila. They came to ask Rabbi Kiva while he was in jail. The Misa took place in the jail. Okay. And this is where we'll stop and we'll do a review today, even though we didn't do one yesterday. Got out of. So we started off by discussing, we had, went back just a little bit into the Shulch Avu Adeshmuel, that we had said that Yavama Sherakaka Tachlitz, meaning it passes her from doing, she can no longer do Yibam. And at yesterday, at the end of yesterday, as we said, that was like Rebbe, and not like Rebbe Akiva or Rebbe Lazar. And now we came to challenge that, that it does, it actually is, it must be Rebbe Akiva because we had a brysa that had, it was a three tripart brysa. Okay, it said, the brysa said, that it potters her to marry, meaning it potters her to go marry Lashuk. So it must have been infected Chalitza. That has to be Rebbe Akiva. And what does it say afterwards? It says, and that can't mean, we can't say that without a chalitza, psula means that um, she is, that the chalitza is effective and, um, sorry, that psula means that she, it, it's, that it means that it is an ineffective chalitza only in that she can't marry Lashuk, but it doesn't possible either because that wouldn't make any sense. There would be no havamina that, a chalitza, without a chalitza, that just the rikika alone, should, should matter her l'shuk. And therefore, when we have psula, it must mean that apostles are, and that is going to be shitas Rabbi Akiva. So Avud Shmuel is going to shitas Rabbi Akiva, that a chalitza, a, a rikika alone, will apostle her. Or we have the second lashon of, the second lashon of Avud which said, Yivama Sherakaka Tachlitz, Okay, meaning she just only has to do chalitza. That's what it means. She only she doesn't have to do rikika again. And we said we like the story we had. What do we see? That seder the seder is not ma'akev. Okay, we said why not go ahead and do rikika? We said because rikika. If we tell her to do rikika afterwards, we're going to come to think that rikika before is no good, and rikika's being no good is not something we're okay with. People thinking rikikas. Uh, are ineffective, don't do anything because normally rikika follows chalitza. So if we allow rikikas to happen. Uh, if we if if we we don't want to show that a rikika is nothing since it normally follows a chalitza, okay, and therefore we tell her not to do rikika again. Then we had the three shilas that we asked to Levi, Gidemes, um, if, if, if a woman has no hands, can she do chalitza? We said we ended up answering that, yeah, okay, it doesn't never says v'cholza biyad, it just says v'cholza. However, she manages to do it would be good. We asked rukaka damahu, so we said ain't sarach, okay, we don't need, uh, she doesn't need. Reich, she just has to do a spitting action. At the end of the Gemara, we, we said a Sholchulei Davud Shmuel after the Agadita Gemara that said, you know why? Because it's Ef Sholadama Yitzay Ayudei Moitzis, right? But if she, when she creates a, she does a Maiserikika, so she brings up, when she brings up to spit, when she does that action, it's always going to come with some Saftuchei Reich, as opposed to, we said, Sheiseis, it is possible Right, says either from the mouth or from the piyama, it is possible to have dam if it's just flowing out. But when you bring it up to actually do a spinning action, you are going to always have tzichtzuach uh, reik. Okay, and then we had the third child. The asked Levi was, "How do you dash the pasuk of Agadalav 
Okay, that it said that the Malach told Daniel, I'm going to tell you all the true things that are written up here. What do you mean, those things that aren't true? He said, no, it had to do with the Gezar, that, that um, Gezar din, Gezar din she'eshi mashvu, she'eni mashvua, that it's whether it's subject to being overturned. And then we got into the, a little bit of the Agadita, um about Gezar Dinim being overturned. We saw from Beis Eli that it couldn't be overturned. There was still another way around it by supporting some of the other Gimel Amud, at least the Masha understood it. Avoda, right, you can't, you, you can't get a Kapara. Beis Eli wasn't able to get a Kapara from the, from the Amur of Avoda, but we see that Tering Mils Chasadim were effective. And if you double it up, that actually added, okay, sequential 20-year periods. And we had... Um, and we, we saw a story where Yechidim ben Zakkai that he gave the advice of there was a family who they were dying young they were living only until around 18 okay and he said ah there must be maybe maybe you're from Beis Eli go ahead and learn okay and then we just understood this idea that we said a Gzardin Bitsibar we said can be ripped up okay at any point we, well first we said we said it can't be if there's something that's Nechdam it can't be Solved, we said it's not true. We said, yeah, it depends. Bitsibar biyachid. And Bitsibar, we said that at any point it could be ripped up, but biyachid, it's only Dirshu Hashem Behimotsa'i, only during the Aserah Shemichuba. Okay, then we just dealt with the, we said we, in our Mishnah, we talked about that a katan that uh, does chalitza or gets chalitza done to him, okay, so the katan, if the man is a katan, then everybody held that must be Karameyer, meaning we said that it's a chalitza psula. Apostles him, we can no longer do Yibam, that's according to Rameh, but according to the Chachamim, it's actually nothing. And then we said, a katana shacholza tachlitz mishetagdil. Okay, that, that is only that if the man is a, is a gadol, but the woman is a katana, okay, that they have to do it again. We said that is actually only in Shitas Rameh. But according to Shitas Chachamim, which we said it was Rav Yesi, we saw from the Maisa of Rav Shmuel, Rav Yesi, and Avdan, where Rebbe sent, he was stepping on the heads, they went back and forth, he sent him out to go check, and when he was going out to go check, Rav Shmuel, Rav Yesi said, my, my father said that if she's a katana, it's fine, the chalitza could be a good chalitza, so you don't need to go ahead and, and he called him back, you don't need to check him, check him, we know the rest of that story didn't end up so well. Um, now, just subject to the definition there, Rav Ami, then the Amaram, came and said, in Shittas Rav Yesi, who said a katana could do it, what age of a katana would be good enough? So we had two machlikis. Rami said it's kapuutais, which is either vav, vav or zayin, six or seven years old. She has some sort of das. Or Rava said only a nasdavarim. And we said the halacha is like Rameyer, that she needs to be a full-on gedayla in order for it to be chalitza kshera. Okay, and then we just had the last part of our Mishnah, which was discussing how many, uh, how many Dayanim or how many people you need, how many Adim you need, and the Tanakhama held, you need three. If one of them is Pasal, then the Chalitza is going to be a Chalitza Psula. Rishim Rebbe Sandler argued, they said that it's going to be fine, which is two. And, okay, we said, Rishim Rebbe Nachman, in Halacha Ka'isa Zug, even though we already said the Halacha is not like them, we said we needed to say the Halacha, we needed to say the Halacha twice, meaning that it's with three. Because the first time, in Halacha Ka'isa Zug, that even Bidiyeved, two won't be good, just Adas. No, you need three, you need Dayan, you need three. And we said that, why did we say it a different time, that it's Bishlesha is to tell us that even L'Charchila, three is good, you don't need five. And then we just had, we just clarified the story of Rabbi Kiva, which we ended up saying came to support the Zug, who we don't paskin like, or Shimon Rabbi Yechon that uh, there was a Chalitza done Beinah Veina, which the Gemara had a problem with. What do you mean? The who, we, have, we need Edom on it. Everybody holds we need Edom. At least two. said, yeah, there were Edom. People saw from the outside it was seen. They looked through the uh, window in the prison cell and then we just wanted to figure out that the Misa, the Gemara ended up saying that we wanted to know was the Misa done in prison or did we just come to ask Rabbi Akiva his opinion what the Psaq is going to be in prison. We said that the Misa was in prison as well and the Edom saw it from the outside.